Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, what's going on, everybody? It's Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach. I'm with my main guy, Mr. Landon, our growth advisor. Landon, how are we doing today, my man? We are doing well. It's a it's a good Friday, Dave. Good time to film a podcast. Um, and uh, excited to uh, ask you some uh, hard questions and to hear your uh, response. Yeah, man, let's dive in. I can feel this seat I'm on is not getting any hotter, so I'm <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll when you are. Sweet, man. So today, everybody, the topic is going to be what does a college education get you? I know that Dave and myself, we touched on this a couple of weeks ago now, but I think that we should dive into it. So first question, Dave, is kind of an overview. Do you need a college education to start your own business? Pretty self, a pretty basic question, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, really good question, Landon. I'm going to like be honest and cut to the chase. Like the the straight up short answer, I would say is no. Uh, you know, I think I have many entrepreneurial friends that have been successful in our home service space without having the formal education. Um, I do think there's benefits to having a, a college degree. We can talk about that. But when I look back and rewind the clock, like I graduated with my business degree in 2012, like a decade ago, which is crazy how wow. much the, yeah, like honestly I'm dating myself, but how much the world has changed landed in the last 10 years has just been amazing. And I think you look at that leapfrog from 2012 to 2022 and we leapfrog another 10 years to 2032. Wow. I, yeah. I just so firmly believe, and I feel like this is probably my episode to kind of rip on the education system, but I just firmly believe that things are going to need to change because I think in life, in business, you always want a fair, equitable trade. You want to give money or time and you want to have a good return. And I just feel currently, especially in the U, like in the United States, the college uh, tuition is is astronomically higher than it is uh, what we have landed more in Canada. But to actually commit four years of your time, there's an opportunity cost and there's also a financial component generally to the tune of a couple hundred thousand dollars by the time you add it all in. So you got to just kind of step back and it's kind of like monkey see monkey do, right? Everybody's doing the thing. You're like, okay, this kind of just makes sense. And um, it just when you kind of hit pause and look left and right and check yourself you're just like what are we kind of actually doing here but to answer your question man you can find rip roaring success in our space without um, a college degree I would say I should actually take a survey but I would say most of the members in our program do not hold a college degree yet mm -hmm. are finding significant success with their with their own business so that that's what I'd say to that Absolutely. And I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here as well. You went to post-secondary, I didn't. Um, and it kind of plays into that point. It's the only debt 
that if you declare bankruptcy, it will never, ever go away. It'll follow you the rest of your life. You know, I think it is sort of by design. But another example, Dave, let's say you have a great business idea right out of high school, right? You're young, you're driven. You're like, I'm going to get this thing done. You go to the bank with a co-signer and say, hey, I want 100 grand to start this thing. They're just going to laugh you out the door. But if you go in there and say, hey, I want 100 grand to get my first year college degree there they don't even yeah. bat an eye it's there you go yeah. so i think that to your point the educational system needs reform and i think mm-hmm. with the rate that technology it compounds itself every year right it doubles itself every year um we've seen this like look at covid pre-covid post-covid how much the world has changed so when you're going to college and you're getting uh teaching that might be even two years old, let's say it's so outdated nowadays. So a great, great on that, Dave. Uh, number question number two, Yeah. Uh, how did your business degree? You went, you did it four years. You must've have learned something. How has it helped you in your business when you're starting it and today? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, at a high level, I think everything happens for a reason. And I think doors will open in your life that we call opportunities that, you know, the ones that you need to jump at. And, you know, I really only went to business school um, because uh, my older sister actually went to business school and I was finishing grade 12 and all I wanted to do was just play soccer. So I ended up playing soccer at the, at the college, at the university. And then I chose business only for two reasons. One, my older sister, Rachel did business. And then guess (laughs) what? The captain of the soccer team, uh, who I looked up to, um, he was doing a business degree. So I was just like, the stars are aligning. Obviously, <laughs> I need to need to do a business degree, right? So I jump in and do it. And, you know, back to the point on opportunity, uh, I ended up bumping into a campus recruiter there. Actually, a friend of mine did. Um, she gave me the uh, CD-ROM at the time, again, dating myself, put it in and said, hey, run your own student painting business. Mm. You know, you could make up to $20,000 in a summer. And when you are going to business school, that was about what my whole degree would cost. Honestly, back at the time I lived at home, but did not get uh, any financial assistance from my parents other than, you know, they said, if you'd go to school, you can live rent free in, in our home. So I thought it's a pretty pretty good deal. I can go to school and play soccer. So it made a lot of sense for, you know, 19 year old Dave at the time. But I think really what university did for me was, was three things. One, it opened up the door of student painting. Um, I really wore that like a badge for four years. I'm, I'm a student, I'm painting houses and paying for my college. Um, You know, it's kind of funny though, as the painting business went good, I paid for my whole schooling like really quickly. And then the rest was just gravy, which was, which was awesome. awesome. Um, Number two was uh, I was incredibly shy. And so, you know, I took 40 classes and so you sure get tired of going to class. So I tell you, I did 37 business classes. And in majority of those that you're just going to the front of the class and they're like, Hey, Dave and group, you're going to talk on X today, or it's kind of Wolf of Wall Street, right? Sell me this pen. It's just like, okay. So it's like you learn that art of communication and just, you know what, go up to the front, do a presentation. And so that paired with my door knocking just completely beat the shyness out of me. By the time I was 21 years old, I was like, 
show me anybody I want to meet you talk to you and I'm still like introverted by by nature and introverted doesn't mean like most people think you're a whole nother podcast most people think introverted means you're you're shy and suck with people yeah introvert just means where do you get your back where how do you recharge your batteries do you charge them up on a podcast like this or do you charge them up kind of alone reading a book sitting in the hot tub so um you know that led to the uh to the painting opportunity the whole uh learn communication and then the last thing was obviously there was some stuff i took and stored into my brain um i got really good on you know tangible skills i got really good on excel spreadsheets i learned about uh, organizational behavior um, I took all my electives actually in human resources, something that I believe we do like a, a really good job at my company is like, how do we build a culture and bring people on? It's the stuff people think is like cotton candy and woo woo. But I did like training and development, leadership development, recruiting, like all that stuff. I feel like I did learn and do live it out with my companies today. So there, there, there was some learning to be had along the way uh, as well. Absolutely. I mean, take it from me, firsthand experience, the culture uh, at Revive is very, very good. And, you know, it's something that the CFO of Starbucks, I love this, you know, what separates Starbucks from every other coffee uh, business? Well, at Starbucks, we serve people with coffee. Every other coffee business serves coffee to people, right? And it all comes down to that culture and everything. So mm -hmm. uh, I love that. So Dave, I you kind of touched on a couple of points on like some of the benefits of a college degree, it kind of opened you some doors that kind of learned, you kind of learned some intangibles. So I would kind of ask you, what are some of the downsides of a college yeah. education and college degree? Yeah, one would be the big word opportunity cost, right? Anytime you commit to do something, you forego all other opportunities. And I don't think we talk about that enough, right? People say, oh, um, you know, I'm thinking of an example here, but let's just go with uh, a college degree, right? For me, to sit in those 40 classes over 40 years, that was a lot, or not 40 years, four years, that was a lot of time spent just in the classroom that I was foregoing the opportunity to go earn or, you know, I'm thinking too, instead of a four-year degree, you know, I look back, I'm like, what if I just did a 12-month, you know, they had a business certificate, a business um, diploma, and a business degree, and I was like, you know what, Landon, I got to do the degree because that's the one that will give me a good job at the end of the tunnel. So that's that's really what I thought. So I think some of some of the downsides is one opportunity cost for sure. Um, you want to be aware of any time you commit to something, you're, you're giving up other um, other ventures. Yeah. Um, so just just the sheer time commitment was huge Two, like I was in an I did one entrepreneurship class. The instructor had never even led a business before, run a business, start a business. So Good I'm just saying, like, I'm like, what are we doing here? Right. If if I'm going to be a business coach, the first thing I'm asking, what business do you have or have you had and what success did you like? Holy cows, is that like <laughs> should go without saying, but I'm just like, you know, so the, the professors were, I think, smart and had knowledge in their brain, but could they go out and actually like execute? It was just kind of a big, it, it seemed largely theory-based. And I do some theory training in this coaching program, but I don't do a lot of it because just to load up with head knowledge, it's that gap from like 
head knowledge to implementation. Yeah. Um, and that road sometimes can be a mile long with, um, with some folks. So I kind of find in life, and they're the toughest people to coach, they're almost like too smart, honestly. Like I, if, if a 10 is like, you're such a smart person, I would literally say I'm like a five to six. Like I'm literally, I got some smarts, but I just got a lot of implementation and hustle and good ideas and a lot of goals that I love to achieve. So the tough people to coach are like, you know, sevens, eights and nines. They're high on the scale. They overthink everything. Like yeah, at a yeah. certain at a certain point, you just got to jump in and do it. And I do look back actually to that entrepreneurship class. And it was kind of funny. I spent 13 weeks with my cohort and we built out, um, I thought we were a little bit ahead of our time actually, but we built out uh, a mobile high-end uh, car wash that we will come to you. Uh, yeah. And I think at the time we we're maybe charging 200 bucks for a vehicle or something, but I think that's just a phenomenal idea, even in today's day and age. So it's kind of, kind of fun. I was almost sowing my seeds of a, of a cleaning business all the way back then. So um, yeah, that's how I'd answer that question. Well, awesome. Awesome, Dave. I love that. And I think that I think a big component too is, is that you, and I've heard this cross and you correct me if I'm wrong here, but you're in, you know, grade one to grade 12, then post-secondary another four to six years. By the time you graduate, you're kind of done learning. Like you're just like, you're kind of like, okay, now I need to go experience this life thing. And you, people, I, I forget the stats, like 80% of people never pick up a book within the first five years of graduating. It's like, that's a tragedy. But to your point, the implementation, and I think that I can speak for myself that, you know, I always say, put pit me against a, a college grad with a business degree and I'll wipe the floor with them because of the implementation. That's how I learned. That was my university was going out there, doing it, knocking the doors, doing whatever you had to do to get that done. Well, so. a couple of other things too, man. I think if you Please. run like a if you run a two horse race over say 10, 15, 20 years, and you've got the guy like you young, full of hustle, entrepreneurial learning skill sets. And then you've got the other, that's like very, you know, corporate -y, I'm going to go to school. I got to do this. I got to hold up the family name, wear a suit. When you look over like a 15 year trajectory, I honestly think the entrepreneur, if you have a high income skill and you're smart with your high income in investing, I just personally think you will run laps around that unless you love suiting up every day, going to the office, having your degrees on your wall. Like I, I don't even know where my business degree is. I literally <laughs> don't know because I've never been asked about it ever. And it's just like, it's honestly comical. And the second point, man, the big thing that's changed over the last decade is a little something called the internet. Um, and so there, <laughs> yeah. there is so much like, that's just such a game changer. You can now learn anything online from the comfort of your own home. Um, and I love that two sides. One, in a coaching role with my online coaching business. And two, uh, as a student for the masterminds that I join as well. It's just like, my goodness. And I don't think you can have this like talking head who's educated at the front of the room, just rambling on. Like people want practical implementation tell me what I got to do. And that's why this online coaching industry is going to be multiple, multiple billion dollar industry, because we're moving away from brick and mortar talking theory 
into online access, give me what I need to know, hold my hand, let me have some implementation. And online is there's a lot of people kind of a little bit shyster, you're not sure what they've, they've done. And I think that's why you just got to be extra careful online. You know, I'm sure the instructors back in the day at my college had their business degree and had whatever, and there's some credit, you know, accreditation where now yeah. online, anybody can be a guru about anything. Um, and so um, you just want to be kind of careful, I think, who, who you're trusting in. But I think time shows people's character. And I think if you're, if you're patient with it, but I do think there is a, a whole wealth of knowledge to be had online. And people aren't just after knowledge anymore. A university degree, just give us knowledge because we need that piece of paper so we can go get that good job. People don't care about that anymore. And people want implementation. They want transformation. And the last thing I'll say, man, the biggest knock I have on colleges is I don't see the ROI there. If I am going to put in a four-year input and $200,000, what's the output? And a lot of times that, that output is that person graduated with their paper ends up working for the entrepreneur like you or I that's been hustling for four years, actually building a company. So, and, and this is not to say across the board, there are certain degrees I don't want to have someone building bridges that my family is driving on as an engineer that <laughs> yes. has learned yeah. on YouTube or, you know, so, um, or how about, you know, a high-end surgeon, I don't think is going to go through an eight week program on YouTube for that cost <laughs> 4,500 bucks. So I think just yeah. got to be cautious with that. But I would say of the current system, I'd say there's maybe 40% that there's actually a direct ROI job creation or opportunity creation on the back end there's about 60 percent i think that are just general theory degrees knowledge that i'm like what do you actually do with that so i'm kind of referring to that 60 percent great distinction yeah i think doctor lawyer accountant engineers those type of things obviously it's amazing to have post-secondary um because it works obviously we have skyscrapers we have bridges and roads so obviously it works but i think Dave, you know, this isn't written down, but do you think that because it's been the societal norm for 80 years, let's say, you don't know what you're doing in high school? I mean, to, to I mean, Dave, come on, 17, 18 year old kid, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? You're like, man, I'm just thinking about the party or the girl or like where I'm what I'm doing with the guys on the weekend. Like, what a question. Do you think that like with having that lack of clarity, that they're just like, okay, I might as well do this because this is the path that yep. the, the multitude has set out before me. 100%, man. I was 17 in school trying to just to pass chemistry. I think I needed a C plus because I had to get in chemistry because I actually wanted to go into be a physiotherapist. I had a hmm. lot of soccer injuries um, and, you know, in injuries through playing soccer through high school. And I saw this same physio a whole bunch. Uh, his name was Arno shout out to Arno at, um, twin rinks therapy. And he was uh, the world's biggest beauty. And I searched online. There was this government website. You could look up and see what physiotherapists made made. And he made like 80 grand. And I was like, that is unfreaking believable. I want to be Arno when I grew up, but um, mm. And I didn't, I didn't pass my science classes and I uh, didn't get the grades I needed. And then uh, that contributed too with the sister doing business and the captain. Okay, let's do business because mm. you don't need chemistry for business. You just need like, I think like a 60% in English or something. And so I was yeah. like, the bar was pretty low. So I, I did that. Um, but I, I personally think 
what's going to happen in the high school system is there's going to be more opportunities for people like you and me and other people that are doing things in the world to come in and talk to a class. If I, I don't think I've ever said no to a high school asking me, hey, I'm teaching this class on X. Can you come in and talk about X? I will generally always say yes, if I can make it, because I'm so passionate that if if that person came in and talked to 17 year old Dave would have totally changed my mind. I was told through high school, you go into trades if you're not that smart. Oh, you don't have the grades. Yes. Like, yes. Why did no one come in? Like they should have had freaking people, campus recruiters for student painting in my high school, literally saying when you're done, take all your buddies, go out and 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 learn the skill of painting. There needs yes. to be, there will be a, a plethora of programs coming out that are four weeks to 52 weeks and there will be a direct result. You put an X, you get this. And I think there'll be a heavy online component and I think that will start in, in high schools. How about teaching? You really got me going now, man. How about teaching basic financial education? Uh, I know you're passionate about this as well. How do yeah. we keep kids out of debt? How do we act our wage and not actually go spend money that we don't have? Yeah. Like that yeah. stuff all needs to start happening. And you can't just change people when they're 30 or 40 years old. It needs to start in the high schools and honestly even earlier so i'm just such a proponent of helping educate the younger generation with the skills in life that actually matter algebra does not matter i don't know how to factor or do i know multiple i'm really good at multiplication almost as good as steve at revive he still works <laughs> i don't yeah. think the guy even uses the calculator he just just oh, knows his so he shout out to steve if you're listening like multiplication i'm i'm good steve is like ungodly level of yeah wizard um so multiplication but you know outside of that i i just think there needs to be some reform and and landon i think that's just going to take time um but that's that's something i think that is is flawed so i think you have a, a very unwise ed, like you have kids coming through high school that have just their eyes are closed they have blinders up of like what is the options and i do think with social media and online and how much things are changing i think there will be a lot more opportunities for kids that have that drive that hustle that we both had back in the day absolutely uh -huh. oh wow so many so let, many uh, good points david just dropping absolutely golden nuggets let so. me throw it let me throw it back on you for a minute man what what do you like you more came out of high school recently from me so what do you see is a couple things that if they change would be of massive benefit because you you've got about seven years on me or I've got seven years on you or so so what what would you say to that yeah great question so I think first and foremost uh, people are gonna laugh at you uh, when you say I'm gonna do this or start this right because you don't have any tangible results but then we don't think that uh go how many people were in your business class Dave at one point 25 to 30 25 to 30 so they're pumping out 25 in your university alone for that sole year then you yeah. go to the bigger universities in one year's time you have tens of thousands of people graduating with a business degree dave i'm sorry but do we have tens of thousands of people of home service companies in vancouver alone you know no. like so who's the you know it's a it, it dates back to the industrial revolution of how the school system was built for the aristocrat society the 
um, rich, right? And then it was, you know, obviously as time goes on, it's like a heated seat in the car in the 90s is the biggest thing. Now every car has them. As time go on, it goes on, it diffuses to the masses. And really the school system hasn't been reformed and changed since the, you know, the 19th century. So for us in the 21st century with technology and everything else, it's very wild. So what I experienced was exactly that. You go into trades if you're dumb and you have no idea what you want to do with your life, which funny enough, I know a lot of successful people that own construction companies or trades companies. That's funny on that end. And you go to university if you're smart and you're gifted and it's almost you're condemned yeah. if you do anything outside of the societal norm. But again, we're, you know, we're naive. We're six to 15, 16, 17 going up in high school. So you think, I think we've all, I'm going to go out there and conquer the world. You know, I love that gusto uh, as young, as young people, but you know, you're going to get hit in the teeth. Uh, I sure as did, Dave, you probably did as well when yeah. you couldn't get into, into um, physiotherapy, right? You get yeah. hit in the teeth. Oh crap. Okay. This is how the real world works. So I think that the school system needs to change. Otherwise, there's going to be alternative institutions that rise up outside of the uh, of the normal school system where the kids, especially, they spent two years at home. They can learn from home, pros and cons of that. But there's going to be other institutions that rise up and be like, look, here's practical skills that you're going to actually have to use in your life. Like how to yeah. balance your book sheet, how to change a tire and do a basic oil change. Te teach me that one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, Mitchell was good for that. Mitchell was good for that. He yeah. taught me that. But just really practical stuff because, I mean, oh, this is such a big topic. But yeah. the vast majority of of people, like again, if we dive into like a you know teaching people basic nutrition and basic like what happens when you work out thirty minutes a day, so we're not having a public that relies on the pharmaceutical companies and they actually are like, okay, I can actually do something to prevent instead of just cure, you know, there's so many different avenues. So to your point, Dave, you, and I, it comes down to be an independent thinker. You know, you have to think for yourself. If you hear a piece of information and say, okay, how viable is this? So if your professor who hasn't started a business ever is telling you how to run a business, you're, you're like, okay, conflict of interest here. What's yeah. going on here? Um, so just uh, being an independent thinker, not taking everything as, as the God, you know, as the word, as the truth, but, you know, analyzing that. And I think they think, th like thinking, critic thinking critically though, too. Right. And I was just going to say, yes. we should let you, we should let you talk more on this podcast here, smooth as butter. And just to <laughs> correct my other thing, man, I thought you meant in my individual class was 25 people, but I would have graduated with well over 500 business wow. grads, like ease. Okay. So you, you could just <laughs> amplify your number that yes. much more, but to your point, it's just like, you have a business degree, what, what does that get you? So I think like the big point to put a bow on it, you just got to think critically, like Landon said, and say, just because everyone's doing this, does that, does that really mean that it's right? It may be right. It may be right for your situation, but I just think there's more options now too, man. I think early in my degree, like we were just starting like we'd still go to the library to do research. Obviously we're on the internet, but it's, it's certainly not what it is now. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I just think they're all things you got to think about. And I think for most of the listeners, I would wager 90% probably don't have a business degree. And I just need you to hear these words, like you're going to be totally fine, but just because you don't have a college degree, that does not excuse 
um, the fact you're an entrepreneur and you still need to invest in your education. So I yeah. think we talked on this a fair bit, landing a couple episodes back, just on even if that's books, podcasts, mentorship programs, get a coach, get someone ahead of you um, when you're ready to do that, because that is going to be the di direct result that we're talking about. So I don't want to rip on the whole infrastructure too much, but I think to your point, it's ripe for change over the next decade. And there, there will be, as a lot of other industries are seeing very, very quick change with technology and with society changing. I uh, couldn't agree more, man. I uh, absolutely couldn't agree more. There's a, uh, it's essential. There's essential, you know, we got to build our bridges correctly. Yes. But you know, 60% to your point, you know, ah, then you, yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said, Dave, not much more to add. So that's all the questions that we got there, man. I think that we covered that pretty well, you know, as a college uh, education and, you know, I'll kind of add in this final point here, when you hire, when you've hired somebody, when I've hired somebody, when I've talked to a customer and you talk to a customer, do they ever ask you, uh, Hey, you're the owner, but do you have a college degree? Great question. So I had, I, I'm, I should get a number here. How many jobs, how many quotes, blah, blah, blah. We've done, it would be thousands. And, and I'm going to be honest here. It's literally one guy. And I still remember his name was Gary. I'm not going to say his last name. Gary uh, lived in our area and he hired my painting company. And we also did some cleaning for him. He had accounting designations like up the wazoo, right? And he said early on, he said, Dave, you need to put the initials BBA behind your name on the flyer and you will get so much job. So I put BBA and nothing changed, but I did it. <laughs> I, I did it for Gary and I'm just like, you know what? Um, it's, it, it's just kind of funny having letters behind your name. So you're, you're really in two camps here. And, and I'm from a family of uh, four siblings, um, two of which are definitely more kind of entrepreneurial hacker own way like there's there's YouTube and coaches and blah blah and then my other three siblings all beauties all highly educated um so they it's kind of funny there's 60 40 right there if my math is pretty much correct but <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> so um but it, at the end of the day like it, everybody's path's a little different and I think for me if I went the physio route um you're kind of putting this like square peg in a round hole so I think you need to like yes recognize like all my other three siblings they just and my wife as well just love to like be in school and like learn and I love learning but just in a classroom I go a little bit squirrely at you know the 25 minute mark so I think you just want to uh, kind of see who you are but you know you want to make sure really what you're getting and to kind of I thought of a good quote too to wrap us up I don't know oh yeah turn please or, please or your turn but here's my my mindset quote is and I read it in a book one of my favorite books called promise of a pencil uh, all about social entrepreneurships from a, a mentor of mine. And one of his quotes, he says, don't let schooling get in the way of your education. And I'm um, like, boom, is that oh, good? Wow. I, I, what quote do I say to Trump that? That is phenomenal. That's a <laughs> next episode. Yeah. Next episode, folks. I think that that was the mic drop right there. So Dave, you want to repeat that one last time? Uh, yeah, Absolutely. So the quote, everybody, to enjoy your day, enjoy your week. Don't let schooling get in the way of your education. We'll chat to you guys all next week. Boom. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.